why, why are you even talking about this? You know, no, I don't no, know. no. We're trying to show yeah, something. I, 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 don't I don't know, know what we're showing, but something. <laughs> Maybe we'll open up a TikTok account. We'll see. What is TikTok? Q- Washed. Washed. Transition music. guys welcome back to the pop culture podcast uh my name is anton and i'm john and it's been a while it's been a long while uh since actually we've both been on mm-hmm. so it's actually good that we're back we've got a lot to talk about um yes yeah, so let's get to it man uh how you been i've been good i've been good um I have a three-year-old now. Picked him up at the store. Traded in the two and a half-year-old. <laughs> no. uh, uh, three, three nature. Three. Oh my gosh! Right now. Yeah. I mean, we'll get to that later. But yep, he's. Yep. Uh, I love him, but he's also a, and he's also a three nature. <laughs> uh, yeah. Mine is still two. In a couple of weeks, though, mm-hmm. he'll uh, he'll be three. Um, yeah, so let's see. We also have a kindergartner now. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's a, that's a big change. We'll probably talk a little bit about that later. Um, and, and kind of how I'm reacting to that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's a big deal, man. Uh, the last month has been quite an adventure. Firstly, basically the permanent or the permalance job that I, had had kind of gone away mm-hmm. uh, at the end of august um so while i was kind of finishing up uh that job it kind of left me a little bit more free to really take in this uh new kindergartner and mm-hmm. and just kind of uh, all all those basically how she's reacting and and just kind of uh, feeling it full force without having to worry about work and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. So right now, just still trying to hustle for uh, some other freelance work. And I also got sick, dude. Another thing when you know you're getting old is uh, when you get sick, that shit really knocks you out. Yeah. You just, you feel like you can hang and be like, no, it's fine. I can just. You know, just deal with this cough or this uh, stuffy nose or whatever. But you can't, man. You just really got to rest. Yeah, and it's hard to find the rest. Yeah, I mean, with all those kids. For you, for you, two kids. I mean, I can still find rest, and but we only have one. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Tess for covering. Yeah. Shout out to Tess and Grandma for covering while I was uh, infirmed. Yeah. Well, are you feeling better now? Yeah, man. I still actually have this cough that's been really tough to get rid of, man. Yeah. How yeah. long has your cough lasted for? Maybe two and a half weeks. Okay. Yeah, I had a cough that was... Uh, that <laughs> I think it was going on for like three and a half weeks uh, to the point that some of my coworkers were like, what, is, what do you have? What's going on like, with you? Dude, like bronchitis yeah. <laughs> and my boss was like you know you can go to the doctor i'm like yeah but i kind of know my body and i don't want to go to the doctor for 10 minutes when they say yeah it's a cold yeah exactly <laughs> it was weird because like this was the i'm not sure if i had the flu or not it it kind of felt like at some point it was gonna be a flu mm-hmm. but when i when i get a flu like I, I get each symptom like each day. Oh yeah. Like one day it's like super achy. The next day it's cough, and the next day it's just like stuffy nose. Yeah. You know, all and like the next day is like sore throat, yeah. right? But I didn't have that. the The one thing that I had was basically this cough that was really, really bad. Like I remember waking up and then like. Ugh. My lungs were sore yeah. because I think I was just like coughing all night yeah. and yeah, it was pretty rough. Was this before, so, was, was this 
after Jenny started school, or is this pre-kindergarten germs? It was it was in after she had started school, so it's possible that <laughs> I I could have picked it up from one of the kids. Yeah, yeah but but who knows? I was yeah. just like hoping that I didn't give it to anyone else. All right, so uh, I guess one of the things that we have been thinking about in uh, in our absence or mm-hmm. in our like little hiatus was thinking about how else or what other types of projects that we can do that's kind of related to the the pop culture brand. Yeah. Um, for those who have been subscribed, you've been hearing a lot of interviews that John has been doing with with guests. Mm-hmm. Really, really. Uh, good conversations. Uh, but, you know, now that I'm kind of free of uh, my kind of day job, it kind of leaves me a little bit open to kind of mess around with more video stuff. Yeah. So I kind of wanted to maybe try some Instagram TV or posting more stuff on Facebook that's more video related. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just to, you know, continue to keep keep my uh skills sharp and uh you know maybe do some fun stuff um in fact this past sunday Ginny had this idea of shooting some videos some youtube videos that we might end up making kind of like a weekly tradition uh-huh. like every sunday we'll we'll shoot like a quick youtube video of her and then just you know something real short ends up being two three minutes at most something that we can just shoot within half hour right and then edit in another half hour or something and then just and just put it up so um i actually posted one it's on uh, my channel right now but it was basically like hey what's in my backpack video and it's pretty funny so in fact, we also shot a "What's in My Lunchbox" mm-hmm. video. Um, that one has a little bit more production value, uh, so <laughs> stay tuned for that. That one will be pretty funny. Maybe we'll maybe we'll put that on the uh, the. Actually, no, I might have to put that on my channel yeah. because uh, Ginny has actually referred to it in the last video. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Well, anyway. I did see the teaser for the for the lunchbox. Uh, video <laughs> at the end of the the backpack video. <laughs> um, yeah, and then you know I was thinking about this idea um, of a, like a quick video that we could do on like Wednesdays. Like maybe we can we can do kind of like regularly scheduled program. Maybe we can do like a hashtag washed Wednesdays where. Uh, we talk about what it's like being washed dads. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, what do you mean by washed dads? Well, if you think about being, what it means to be washed is that if you're a father mm-hmm. and past your prime, and you know it, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Fully I mean, self-aware. Oh yes. Uh huh. There, there are certainly some dads that are probably still in their prime. Yeah. Shouts to you, man. But. um we are not those folks. No. We are definitely washed. Um, you mean like me having hella new sneakers in my closet, but choosing my beat-up Crocs because they're the most comfortable and easy to use? Oof. <laughs> I mean, that's more like whack Wednesday, but washed, yeah. 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 But, you know, at the same time, though, like... You know, you can still the th- the thing about washed being a washed dad is like you don't even care. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like you'll you'll do you'll you'll do you, mm-hmm. and then if you still want to try and and be cool and like uh, keep trying to you know buy clothes like you were in your prime. Mm-hmm. Hey man, just do it. It's fine. <laughs> So, you know, Washed Wednesdays is basically a celebration. Celebration of of being washed and and not caring about it. Yeah, it's but maybe ex- a little maybe a little bit caring, I don't know. A little bit of a uh, uh yeah, yeah, it's a celebration in defeat. 
Yes, definitely. Trolling ourselves, whatever. So anyway, um, please stay tuned to our YouTube. Actually, no. I think we're going to try and do a lot of these on on different platforms, mm-hmm. um, particularly Instagram. Uh, Instagram and I think Facebook. Um, Facebook seems to be the place where we get the most engagement. Yeah. <laughs> you know why? Because we're washed and only <laughs> washed people are on Facebook. <laughs> I, uh, the other thing um, we've been talking about also and reaching out and it relates to what we already talk about regularly, but uh, having another day of content, um, regularly scheduled content on Fridays called um, hashtag in my fatherhood feelings Fridays. Um, and really it's what it sounds is celebrating fatherhood through the different emotions that we're feeling and that not necessarily always happy or sad or whatever, but just all the, the gamut of feelings that we might experience or other, yeah, man. Yeah, or other fathers or other parents or other caretakers are feeling. And, and I can admit that over this last month and a half as uh you realize you have a kindergartner and definitely in my feelings a lot especially that first day yeah and i think actually i mean maybe me reading your your post that day um kind of spawned the idea hadn't we talked about it before though no we haven't um No. No, did we? I don't know. It's a bit of blur for sure. Yeah. yeah. I, um, I mean, we hung out at friends' houses and went camping since we yeah, that's true. recorded. But, you know, we we maintain a, a podcast life and a regular friend life. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so well, those are some things you know, just the I guess we took a impromptu summer break for our podcast, which happens with um other podcasts. Um, but we definitely appreciate everyone that listens and have that's still read the random things we post on Facebook, whether it's our content or other people's content. Um, and are following us on Instagram and Twitter. So we, we still care about this podcast and the, the conversations that we have and the conversations that we're hoping that we're, the other people are having because of the things that we either talk about or bring up. So, yeah. I mean, you know, we've, we've also are consistently thinking of, of better ways to kind of, produce the podcast you know if you've been here from the start you'll notice how rambly it can sometimes be but um you know i started to realize that i get annoyed when i listen to podcasts that are really rambly i'm like oh man maybe maybe we shouldn't do that for ours yeah (laughs) so you know we're trying to you know streamline ours a little bit more and you know, try to be better. Yeah. So thanks for bearing with us. And, um, you know, even if you don't listen, we appreciate the engagement that, uh, that we do get on, on Facebook and Insta and all those other things too. Yep. Why don't you introduce this main topic yeah. for this week? All right. So it was about maybe a month ago, month and a half ago. I, um, had mentioned I was I was reading a book by Randy Rebuy, who is a young adult author. He's um, Filipino American. I think he's in the Bay. Called Patron Saints of Nothing, and also had listened to an episode of the podcast This Filipino American Life, who are great. They have a lot of really interesting topics, and they're really consistent with their work and. Uh, um, Anyway, I was just vibing on something that they posted on. 
And so there's an episode that they had where they were reflecting on this um, positive parenting um, Instagram account. Um, basically posting either values or experiences uh, about positive parent, positive Filipino parenting and getting people's reactions to it. And so they were providing the reactions. And um, so I listened to it. There was definitely things that I was reacting to. Uh, and Anton just listened to it too. Yeah. And then I think you had some reactions or some, some thoughts on it too. So um, essentially the... The, the gist of it without going into it, I, I just go to the This Philippine American Life podcast or on everything. They have their uh, webpage. Go listen to the episode. It was uh, maybe four or five, six episodes ago. Um, it's episode 89. Episode 89, thank you. And go listen to that. Listen to other things that they posted too. Um, and we'll post the... Uh, we'll look for the Instagram account and then post that too. But essentially the gist of it was... This Instagram account was posting snippets or Tagalog phrases that were focused on positive or self or affirming or empowering parenting concepts or phrases, and they they were following it and they were mentioning how they reacted to it, whether they re- related to it in terms of being Filipino-American folks here being raised in the California, um, whether they relate to it or not. And they mentioned that someone had a reaction to something in the Instagram post about um, it being triggering for them. It would be great. <laughs> it would be great if they could find some therapy to address it because um, it was there was definitely things that they weren't experiencing uh, that they didn't experience in their life that was being brought up in that, in that post. So, uh, they had a really good talk about whether they relate to it or not. And I wanted, I, I felt, uh, so, uh, kind of, I, I felt a resonance to the conversation that I wanted to see if Anton wanted to talk about it being both being raised here in the Bay, being, Filipino American kids being raised in California. Um, and so that's what we're talking about. Yeah. So what was really interesting about it was the idea of positive parenting and whether or not, uh, we actually had that as a kid. Mm -hmm. Right. Or like, or, and if, if, if what we're doing as parents right now is positive parenting and you know, the, the podcast, uh, was very reflective. Um, the, the hosts were discussing kind of their own experiences growing up. And if they had felt, uh, that they had received positive, positive affirmation Mm -hmm. and parenting. And what was it really interesting was that, uh, there was only one that said that they actually did feel that. Right, right. Um, you know, it was, you know, they were, they were talking about stuff like, oh, like, you know, did your parents tell you either in English or in Tagalog, like, how much they loved you or if they were proud of you or, mm-hmm. you know, things that are kind of affirming how good of a kid you were or, yeah. or may, I don't know, maybe these people weren't good kids or whatever. <laughs> So when it was, I wouldn't say triggering, but it really made me try and remember if I did have similar experiences Mm -hmm. to these other podcast hosts. Like, I don't really remember. I mean, you know, my dad was always like, he felt more like a coach. Hmm. Because he, you know, he coached like my sports. He would always come to like sports, sports events. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if he would necessarily. I, I don't know if he would be like coaching me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think he he probably said good job a couple of times. As a coach would. Yeah, but you know what was the what one of the interesting points 
that one of the hosts from um, this Amer- this Filipino American Life was saying that it's not necessarily that he didn't get those messages, mm-hmm. but he may have not remembered mm-hmm. because he was so focused on remembering the negative messaging that he got. Right. Yeah. And so for me, that really, really resonates with me too, because I was like, yeah, maybe I just don't remember. Right. Right. I'm washed now. So my memory <laughs> is bad. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. um, well, and you know, and sometimes the, the, the thing with, uh, with those experiences is that, something that we we would remember we would be reminded when we were doing counseling and again my background um with different youth work i started with counseling is that a lot of times in our we were reminded that in our body whatever the most extreme pain is that we're feeling some that's usually what our focus goes to right and so if there's a way to adjust that focal point then you can move away from that particular pain and focus on something else Right. But if it's if that's the only extreme pain or extreme feeling that it shouldn't it's not just always bad, but that extreme yeah, feeling it's not always pain. Or, yeah. Right. That you'll remember that. But a, a, a lot of times sadness is often overshadows the numerous happy times um, because sadness kind of persists in terms of those feelings or remembering those mm-hmm. feelings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it was. Uh, it's funny that it, you brought this up because there was something I knew that for what, whenever we recorded next, I wanted to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's funny because this relates directly to it. Is I think I was reading like some sort of Twitter. It was either a Twitter thread or on Facebook, and it was about. Uh, it was a mom reflecting on, uh, I guess, how she would talk to her kids, mm-hmm. right? Like, so this mom had a daughter, and um, her daughter, uh, her, there's also a cousin who's same age as her daughter. Mm-hmm. They were in the car, and somehow they were fighting, and then the mother looks back, and not necessarily berates, but it's just like, hey, daughter, please stop, please share, or what's going on, what, what, you know, why, why are you guys fighting, Mm -hmm. you know, and they had their discussion, and then I think all of a sudden, the daughter kind of shuts down a bit, and responds to the mom, and asks, why do you always think it's me? Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. Like... So then anyway, you know, the the rest of the the story goes where the mom is introspective about it and she's like, "Huh, that's a good point." Right? Like even though may I mean maybe the kid did something wrong. Right. Um, but maybe they didn't. Yeah. But then the the mo- mother is always reacting towards her as if there was something bad. Yeah. And that resonated with me a lot because there was a period um, where Ginny and Ellis were fighting a lot. Mm -hmm. Maybe it was, maybe it was right before, maybe kindergarten had just started or maybe it was right before, but, you know, they, uh, they're kind of spending a lot of time together. Ginny had, uh, she had already left school. Or her, her preschool, and Ellis was there. Ellis is much more talkative now, so they actually, like, argue and fight and things like that. And I noticed that I was actually, like, raising my voice a lot mm-hmm. just because it was annoying to hear this fight. You know, right. the, the kids fighting. It's like, guys, right. please stop. Or, Jeannie, please don't, don't do that. You're annoying. And, you know, right now, Ellis... I mean, Ginny knows better. Mm-hmm. So it's easier for me to be like, hey, Ginny, right. just stop. As opposed to, hey, Ellis, don't do that. Hey, Ellis. Yeah. That's not, you know. Yeah. So it's very easy for me to just address Ginny. And 
<clears throat> even though, again, she's not necessarily doing the bad thing. Yeah. I'm asking Ginny to just kind of defer to Ellis, you know, if he's the one that's doing the bad right, thing, right? Right, <clears throat> So anyway, after that story on, again, it's just stupid Twitter, stupid, like, <laughs> social media, right? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it, it kind of hit me where I was like, dude, does Ginny think I'm, a, like, a mean dad? Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So then... Oh, you know what? This was actually during school because I think the next day I was walk, I walked her to school. Yeah. It's like a, you know, um, when we get up early enough, we, we try and walk. Right. Right. (laughs) It's 0.4 miles away. Yeah. It's not that far. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I'm walking her to school and then I'm like, Hey, Ginny, like, do you think I'm a mean dad? Hmm. And then I'm not... She was just kind of like, I think she kind of was in shock. Yeah. Or not in shock, but like didn't really know how to respond to like, to my question. Right. I mean, I don't think that she thinks I'm mean. No. Which is probably why she was confused about that question. Right. Um, but yeah, I was like, do, I was like, do you think I'm a, a mean dad? And I think, I, I think she said no. Mm-hmm. And then I told her, I was like, hey, you know, if there's ever a period where if there's ever a time where you think I'm being mean like you can tell me yeah. right like just tell me I'm being a little bit mean mm-hmm. and then and then we can talk about it right and I already know that Ginny's not the type of person who like likes conflict or likes talking about her feelings yeah. we're, we're struggling with that right now yeah um Especially since she's going through a lot of it in kindergarten. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you know, I was, I just kind of had this realization or this like breakthrough. Where I was like, man, you know, maybe I should, maybe it's just, just like, instead of being, throwing out my frustrated voice, even though I'm not really, even though I'm not really mad, yeah. but it just sounds like right. it all the time. Right. Like, I know that that's how I sound like, because that's a Delfino thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like ooh, somebody's doing something. We're like, it's like guys. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yes. I'm not really mad, but it's just that's the tone of you know bringing attention to something. Right. 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 Yeah. So I I kind of feel like I should I should I'm trying to check my tone a bit more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so anyway, that uh, within the kind of the realm of positive parenting, you know, I, I think that's like, that's definitely something that my parents didn't do to me. (laughs) Like, I would never have expected my mom or dad to be like, hey, if I'm, uh, if I'm being me, like, just let me know, okay? Right, <laughs> right. Well, and I think it's important. Uh, I didn't, I didn't add this context earlier, but I think it's important to. Um, uh, it's important for me to share that I don't. This isn't necessarily about our parents or, um, or our experiences. There might be, but it's not necessarily like some kind of um, conviction or some kind of judgment of our parents, right? Like. Oh, of course, of course. I, I think that there's we could remove the love and the parents, the love and the um, the unconditional love that they have of us, and their best efforts and everything that they've done for us and the sacrifice and the things that we'll never, never, ever, ever be able to understand or comprehend, or ever experience right. ourselves. Or hopefully we don't have to. I, mean, I should say, hopefully we never have to feel that same same level of need of comp- sacrifice as our parents have had to. Yeah. But we could still separate um parenting uh philosophies or parenting decisions or at least our our experiences of those parenting decisions um from right. them, right? Yeah. Um which is the same thing like with you is like, you know, I, there's no way that we would and, and myself included cuz I'll talk about this later, but um 
there's a there's this like level of genuine love that we have for our kids at the same time we also are human beings and we react to things and whether consciously or subconsciously or intentionally or not intentionally we are impacting their emotional health um one way or the other right which is essentially what this at the end of the day this idea of positive parenting or not positive parenting or people's reactions to it is that impact that that kind of parenting or whatever parenting has on children mm-hmm. and obviously we talked a little bit i talked a little bit about this with um my friend low in the last episode but um yeah so i, I just wanted to kind of make sure that we had that caveat in, in terms of anyone who listens to this is that you know we're not saying oh f- if there isn't positive parenting in the household, parent, those Filipino parents suck or they're bad or whatever. That's not what I'm saying. Um, but there is a reaction that we have based off of those experiences, which is what we're reflecting on and how it impacts our decisions as fathers or parents or caretakers moving forward. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, I think it's pretty big that you, you were, self-aware with that and you you introduce that conversation to Ginny to um to even have to introduce that concept of oh maybe my dad is being mean right or vocal vocalizing it or verbalizing it well I mean the thing too was you know it was a period where I knew that I was going to be losing my job right Mm -hmm. like um you know, so I, I think there, I knew that there, there were other aspects of my life that were impacting my mood, mm-hmm. but the kids don't know that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. knowing this, I was like, dude, maybe I am, maybe I'm acting in a, uh, maybe my, 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 fuse was just way too short or you know again it's not like i'm like yelling at them but it's just kind of like instead of letting the kids kind of work it out like take their time to work it out it's like as soon as (laughs) something bad happens i'm just like guys come on you know yeah (laughs) yeah you're you're yeah you're you're your timeline in terms of um, their behavior is different than their timeline. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, you know, and it just kind of, I knew it was a big thing for me because, you know, like there, there there's also like pride in there, mm-hmm. right? There's like, it's like, well, you know, my parents were always firm or so they should, they should kind of feel that. And, you know, I, I still kind of in some instances, do feel that way as well but you know anyway it for me it was big enough to just have that conversation Mm -hmm. um and also i knew that like Ginny was going through a a big transition too right like in the in the same way that i'm going through um you know through challenges that are beyond my control like there's no point in me being extra mean when she's also going through her own transitions and her own anxieties to school, right? Right. Like I might as well try and, uh, make all of, make it as comfortable as, as I possibly could, at least from my, well, from what I can control. Right. So, yeah. 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 I, I, um, I've been thinking about a lot of that also. I'll talk about that later. Um, and for for me, why this topic resonated wasn't so much my parents' um, experiences be- or my experiences with my parents because, I mean, obviously, no parents are perfect, but they're, and they're also... And no kids are perfect, so we deserve whatever we get and also, like, whatever, but... Um, I did experience the verbalization, vocalization, and also like the 
the the physical warmth of um emotion for my parents um they did say they were proud of me they did say that they loved me they did say things whether it was through their own mouths or in 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 the kind of in what they would write in mm-hmm. greeting cards from birthdays or whatever or right uh Oh yeah, my mom was really good at writing birthday yeah. cards. <laughs> See, yeah, she was really good at that. Uh, and you know, and maybe that's a, a a safe place for some parents if they don't know how to, if they're not comfortable vocalizing it. Um, yeah. But you know, and also when I was going through struggles with school or other things, um, I remember my mom writing me letters when I was uh, effing up in college. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> um, I remember for confirmation, um, they asked our parents to write us letters for us to read, uh, for our, our second year confirmation retreat. Oh yeah. And I mean, and, and maybe that's, that's where, especially for my dad, that's where it kind of like, um, a lot of emotions hit because, you know, in terms of contentious relationships, it was always been with my dad and not my mom. And I think we talked about it before. I was like, my mom, for the most part, she never really yelled at me. But when she did, the three or four times in my life, it was like, oh, shit. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but then my dad was the yeller and the, you know, we would we'd be, we would be getting into conflicts. So. But that letter during that second year confirmation retreat was like, ooh, and all all the tears. Right? <laughs> so I felt that. I experienced, I experienced those things. Um but from a general standpoint, and I think about this from a parenting perspective where it's like, and again, kind of going on the, the vibe of not demonizing the parents. And this is not for, I'm also not referring to parents that were like straight up abusive and emotionally abusive and whatever, right? This is all the parents that are trying hard, but also just didn't necessarily uh, show empowering or affectionate or uh emotionally open kind of parenting mm-hmm. I, I was triggered in the sense where it's like i don't think it's okay for for so many people to have those experiences and just kind of like live with it and say like it's okay you know and this isn't so much uh, and this isn't about us our reactions to it but i'm like it's it's okay to say that kind of parenting is not okay anymore right, right? and it's okay to say our parents sacrificed so much. They love us. They only knew certain ways to say how they loved us. And I'm not saying again for our parents, but for parents in general, yeah. Filipino parents in general, but it's also totally okay to say certain things that they did that they committed to was effed up, you know? Sure. And, and not to the point of again, physical or emotional abuse, but there's, you know, that, that void of, um, emotion or whatever or void of understanding where it's like you know one of the anecdotes was um from the the podcast was uh one of the hosts was talking about how as an adult she was she tried to confront her mom and it was very tensely worded but confronted her mom about some of the things that they were experiencing and her mom wasn't having it you know and the idea of like the they joked around about how parents will never see them as adults I don't think that's okay. <laughs> like whatever if culturally that might be what it is, but that's not okay for um for where we're at in terms of different culture. Yeah. And again, it might be their impulse, but it's like, okay, well you you also need to be self-aware and understand that that's not okay, right? Because that Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And for me it becomes not and again, this isn't necessarily a, a, a personal experience but like, I think about all of um, you know families in general is, as long as they're health, rel- relatively healthy families is really important to to us right and so we want to have our kids or Filipino American parents want to have their kids have a relationship with their, their grandparents right Yes, and sometimes they might be taking care of them 
right? And so right. That, that might be two hours, that might be an hour, that might be a day. Um, but if they're carrying on the same kind of like that kind of attitude of like um, whatever it is, whatever the values that they have or things that they carry over or subconsciously not treating their kids who are the parents with the respect that they are the parents that they are the adults um that's the issue for me you know absolutely um not with my parents but then like in general that's not i I don't think that's okay and i you know there's um there's stubbornness from all all folks but stubbornness that can become really toxic for families right where you want to balance oh i want my kids to have a relationship with their their grandparents but at the same time they're doing this or they're doing that or you know whatever right um so yeah anyway (laughs) that's tough man because you know free child care is nice it is it is and it's again it's not to say it's not appreciated but i know no i get it i get it but like in 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 some ways it's kind of like okay you got to pick your battles Mm -hmm. right like okay fine i'll i'll let you give them sugar you know but but we'll put our foot down yeah (laughs) when it has to do with some behavioral like right you know how you want how a a kid to like behave or you know yeah and I, uh, there's also then the uh, the kind of the cyclical thing of like there are there are there are fathers that aren't like us in terms of wanting to be emotionally open to our kids right because that's what they experience from right. their parents right and at some point i mean i think that cycle needs to end because i think yes you don't i don't uh, I don't condone like, yeah, let's be homeboys or let's be friends or whatever with our kids. We're still the parents. We still have the higher responsibility to make sure that we're educating them and guiding them. Right. And being the, the, the tough educators when we have to be. Right. But that doesn't mean that we can't be emotionally open to them or have more lines of communication with them, especially because that's what they're going to see as the norm here. Mm Mm-hmm. Cool. So shout out to them for bringing up a uh, having a really good conversation on it that inspired us to have our own conversation. It's a uh, this Filipino American Life podcast. So whatever podcasting site you use or app you use, they should be on it. Check them out. Really well produced too. Mm-hmm. Well, um, speaking of positive parenting. Hella into succession right now. <laughs> Eight succession on HBO season season two. Ep- episode seven was just aired just aired this past Sunday. And wow. Logan Roy, um, the patriarch. Really shitty dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's one of the I again didn't think I'd like it. Uh, when I started watching, when I started seeing the trailers, but then uh, once I saw that pilot, I was like, okay, cool, yeah. I'm in. Yeah. And then it just seemed to have uh, kept its momentum going. Uh, really, really great writing. Um, it's crazy that it's like uh, so much of that show. Uh, wait, actually, maybe I'm wrong. I thought it was like Adam McKay who did like Talladega Nights and shit like that. Uh, I don't know. I think he directed a few episodes. Oh. I might be wrong. Well, for folks who've never watched it, like you know, a sentence. What is that show about? Well, it is kind of roughly based on the Rupert Murdoch mm. family. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, a very very rich. Uh, businessman is uh, trying to figure out 
who of his kids should be the next person to take over. Mm-hmm. Um, which is why it's called Succession. Right. So there was a lot of backlash when the trailer started coming out last year that it was very, you know, like, was it related? <laughs> was it too close to the Trump kids? Uh-huh. And, like, who's going to care about the super-duper rich, rich yeah. one-percenters? Yeah. Um, you know, like, this show is... You can definitely see how rich people live Mm -hmm. but they have just as shitty lives as us normal people yeah um it's not necessarily a glorification of it no absolutely not it's not trying to glorify anything i but it's it's telling a very it's actually telling a story that has been told millions Mm -hmm. of times before right Um, family drama, um, really great writing, really great cast, darkly funny. Right. Doesn't it like stylistically um, or like, um, or, uh, musically have a lot of hip hop in it? Is that the show? Or am I, it, am I mixing it up with another show? Well, it seems like it starts that way because I think the one of the very the very opening scene, um, one of the characters is basically like rapping, mm. um, and then the theme song kind of sounds like a uh, kind of sounds like a hip hop beat, like a really cool mm. sample, kind of like you would imagine maybe like DJ Premier sampling mm. it. Mm-hmm. Or um, maybe early Wu Tang sounds like has like some early Wu Tang would sample some of the, some some of yeah. that. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm into right now. Um, you know, I'm I'm doing the full the full Game of Thrones like after show uh, um, after show consumption, right? Like on Ringer or all of it. I, I do Ringer, um, and then I also listen to a the Vanity Fair oh, okay. podcast as well. Um, so, yeah. Cool. Is this something that uh, you're into these days? Uh, yeah, so I mentioned it earlier. There was a... A book called The Patron Saints of Nothing, written by Randy Rebay, Rebay, um, Filipino American author. He's from the Midwest, but he's out here in the Bay. I think he, I think yes, he's in the, <laughs> he's here in the Bay. He's a teacher, uh, full time. Um, it's a young adult book, and the premise of it, which caught me, was the there's a the protagonist he's a filipino american kid who who finds out his uh a cousin that he was really close to in the philippines was killed and it was likely or there was a deeper mystery to it than what his parents or his uncles or his families were talking about in the philippines about why he died um and it relates to the the reality in the Philippines right now regarding uh, the president Duterte and all the mm-hmm. extrajudicial killings and the quote unquote war on drugs over there, which is um, pretty much just vigilante justice and um, state sponsored killing of people, um, whether or not they are users of drugs or sellers of drugs or somehow related to it. Um, and so that that part really got me interested because um you know obviously that's happening in the in the Philippines but then there was also the mystery part which I was curious about. Huh. Yeah. And so it it doesn't read like a total mystery book like um it doesn't it doesn't cheapen the the content because it's pretty heavy content, right? Absolutely. Uh but 
I it it, it is a lot about personal discovery and re- reclaiming or reconnecting with uh, culture. Um, because the kids, he's from the protagonist. He's Jay. He's from the uh, wait. It's been a while since I read it, but the 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 main character, he's from the Midwest. He's half white, and so he really doesn't know too much about Filipino culture, right? Sure. He's been to the Philippines numerous times, and then his cousin was similar age, and then they started writing each other, and that's how they were close. But at some point, they 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 got distant, and then at some point, his cousin in the Philippines died, and so he goes to the Philippines um, to try to figure out what happens, generates um, uh, some relationships with his cousins over there, and all this stuff. So, uh, the book read really well. It was, it, written really well it reads really fast it's a ya book um but the thing that i didn't expect to get out of it was um how much it would actually emotionally hit me (laughs) i thought it would be interesting as a topic right and like you know whatever it's i've read books and whatever oh cool i liked it i loved it whatever i think part of it that connected with me was um the the part of the the con- convention in the book is that his cousin's stories are written out through letters that he had from his cousin. Oh, gotcha. And the thing, That's pretty cool. yeah, the thing with me is that those letters were really similar to letters I would have, I would get from my cousins in the Philippines. Like hmm. it wasn't, I mean, it was straight up. I mean, they're not word for word, not talking about the same topics, but like the way that the, the voice in those letters was very similar to what I would get from my cousins in my, in the letters that we would have, right? Cause in, this is pre internet. So we had, we would actually have to write letters, mail it. It would take two to three weeks to get there. However long people responded another two to three weeks to come back. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so you'd have to pack a lot of our teenage lives into <laughs> two sheets of paper, right? So that was one thing. The the um, I thought the, the the depictions of the Philippines and that that true experience. I think that most Filipino American, you know, most most immigrant kids have about if they've been raised in the, in, in the U S for a long time for a majority of their lives, or if they were, or the kids of, or their kids of immigrants is that you don't really have a place anywhere, you know, like you're not fully American right. and you're not fully Filipino or fully whatever. Right. And so that part connected in terms of, um, and uh, in terms of when I was reading it. And then there is a lot of, the, the parenting piece in there as I was talking about in terms of the positive parenting is that there was a, a big reason why um, his cousin kind of got isolated was due to issues with his dad mm. because his dad was is related to the government related to or works with or under Duterte. So then there was that kind of like level of uh, drama. Um, and you know, what, whatever happens is, uh, is, is what happens. I'm not going to give anything away, but it was, it was pretty, it was pretty emotional for, for me. Uh, I, I, I read it really quickly. We went to Hawaii. I, I started it on the plane ride there read it during bathroom breaks in, the, in Hawaii, <laughs> read it on the way back, and I pretty much finished it in that trip. Um, and I, I don't really read that fat, really, or fast. So anyway, that's what I've been into. And that, that kind of, you know, um, like I said, added to that, the depth of that. What, what does the title mean? I well, mean, it's a really good title. Well, you know, like in the... Like, it, it just sounds right. cool. So there, you know... In, in, Catholicism, right? We both grew up with right. Catholicism. There's saints, right? And there's the, a patron saint of travel, a patron saint of fish, or what, I don't know, uh, maybe. 
Right. Like if you lose something, there's like there's a patron saint of yeah. like finding finding lost shit or something. Yeah. And so in one of the letters, one of them had said that I guess we're pretty much the patron saints of nothing. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Um, and so that's the literal kind of ex- explanation of it, but I guess, you know, thinking about it deeper, it, it is that kind of like that idea of not belonging anywhere. Right. Like it's like an existential, yeah. like, yeah, yeah. because they, they, they it. bonded because they were cousins who were kind of different, right? Like his cousin, mm-hmm. the Philippines was, um into art and into music and into other things and thinking about like justice and all these different things which isn't necessarily what his other cousins were talking about right and he felt that his cousin was seemed a lot more mature and older and uh, saw the world much more differently than he did and other people did so there was a level of that yeah that kind of not belonging Yeah, man. All right, so we talked about earlier about like the in my fatherhood feelings Fridays, right? I figure right. a lot of it, and we talked about this before, is that the dad moments are a lot of times it's about what we're feeling or experiencing and what we're feeling because of what we're experiencing. Right. And so, without changing too much, we could rebrand this as the in my fatherhood feelings segment of our podcast. I propose that we go through the segment starting with i'm feeling blah 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 and just go from there is that you cool with that too yeah sure okay so why don't you start okay. though you start and i'll just say caveat i think i stole this from um well i think it's a good way to introduce a segment or whatever we're talking about but it's also stolen from conan o'brien he's a friend podcast <laughs> okay i'm feeling I'm feeling annoyed. Okay. I'm feeling annoyed at myself um, because I have been consistently being been feeling annoyed by Malcolm. <laughs> uh, and like I said earlier, I was going to talk about it. He's a three-nager. Uh, he's also going through some transition. So he has gone... We've gone about two weeks of uh, 90%... Actually, 100% of the day not being in diapers but at night he's in diapers so he's basically we're basically potty potty training and he's kind of took on to it he 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 took on to it pretty well oh good i bring that up because over the last week or two or three we've i feel like he's been whining a lot more than he has normally hmm. and about everything and he's reacting to things like we just, um, I would joke with him or I ask him like, Hey, do you want this? No, I don't want that. You know? So like, you know, full on three nature. We, I've been spending a lot of time with him the last past few days going like Malcolm, why are you, why are you talking to me like that? Or why are you responding to me like that? When I'm asking a question, what are other ways that you can say it? Like we both do that, but like I've been, I, since it's just been us two have been spending a lot of time processing that with him. Yeah. And giving, you know, reminding him that he has other ways to say things. Like if I'm doing something he doesn't like instead of hitting me or instead of being like um, angry with me saying, Malcolm, all you have to say is, Daddy, I don't agree with that. Or Daddy, I don't like that. Or, you know, whatever. Right. And he does it in the moment. And, you know, again. But anyway, going back to my feelings is I just annoyed with myself as I when I have time to kind of like not be in that annoyed state that I'm annoyed with him because as I remind myself, he's three and he's supposed to be doing this. (laughs) (laughs) Although it's just like the frequency of it and like the, the fervor of it, which, which is like the most um, annoying part of it because he's three at the same time. We also know how much he can process his feelings or at least mm-hmm. he's shown that he can process his feelings and shown us that he knows how to calm himself down and knows how to communicate better. But it doesn't decrease the annoyance in the moment. Another time was last last week, two days in a row, he came into our bed at before midnight 
those nights he would wake up pretty frequently complaining about his runny nose complaining about itchiness blah 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 and he would say do you want me to suck out the boogers do you want to blow your nose do you want to do this and he's like no 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 and then we're just like okay well if you're not gonna <laughs> at this point if you're not gonna listen then you're just gonna yell or whatever or move around and you know so we were both losing kind of um uh patience with it because you also were tired right but then you know in retrospect i'm feeling bad because he's totally uncomfortable his 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 nose is um stuffy he probably has a little bit of a cold so he, he's feeling other things he's coughing and since he's three he's a lot more conscious of he's more, a lot more conscious of his discomfort and a lot more conscious about verbalizing his discomfort right than he was when yeah. he was sick seven months ago right right so um yeah it's he's a wonderful three-year-old he's awesome he dances he's a character and i um there's moments when i'm just watching him do his thing and when seeing his face being fully his eyes and his body being fully committed to whatever task he's doing uh-huh. Like playing, like doing his puzzles, and then kind of go like, "Man, I'm such a dick." <laughs> <laughs> think, you know, going back to that whole mean dad thing. And it, I think we talked about this before, but it it just kind of goes back to like this. You know, this we, we talk about parents having unconditional love for kids, but kids, especially at this age, have such an unconditional love for parents that, um. You know, partially it's the, they don't understand all the verbal cues or the um, emotional cues. But I could respond to him all aggravated and annoyed. Um, but he'll respond to me like with full love and like wanting me there and all that stuff, right? Yeah, for sure. So it's super humbling. And that's why I'm annoyed at myself <laughs> for being annoyed <laughs> with him so much lately. It's- all good dude it happens <laughs> it'll continue to happen right. for the rest of I your know, life i know i know cool yep so for me i'm feeling impressed mm. actually um i was gonna talk about Ginny, but then i already i already mentioned her earlier today so i wanted to kind of give a shout out to ellis mm-hmm. because he pretty much knows Ginny's dance routine. Like Ginny's in urban dance, mm-hmm. right? Ginny leveled up to the seven to nine year old dance class. Yeah. And she's like, she's not even six. Mm. So it's, it's pretty tight, right? Like her the last, uh, last year, her teachers uh, said that she was really doing a good job and wanted to challenge her by putting her in this next class. So anyway, each week, you know, they, it's, it's like a legit dance class, right? Mm-hmm. So, and, and we record a video of all the moves because they're supposed to practice. Mm-hmm. So Ellis watches it all the time. So the song that they're dancing to is uh, Sunflower from um, Post Malone, Sway Lee. It's from the uh, Spider-Verse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? right. Super catchy. And, um. You know, it's it's actually not bad to listen to on repeat forever, right? Um, so anyway, he always plays that song or the or the rehearsal video or any other video, and then he does all the dance moves, <sighs> like on beat, um. And he is like three. Yeah. Yep. Not even. So I I watch it. <clears throat> and one of the videos I actually want to do is I want to get like me, Tess, and then Ginny and Ellis <laughs> so we can all do the routine. Nice. And then just like post it on Instagram or something. But um, it'll probably get blocked because they're the like, music. oh, the music, yeah. copyright, blah, blah, blah. Anyway. Uh, yeah. I'm pretty impressed. Mm. Um with him 
because of how quickly he picks it up. His rhythm is good. And his just like no shame. He does it at school. <laughs> like they all know that uh, Sunflower is just like he always loves to dance to it. So they that's how they wake him up. Like he's sleeping too long. So they'll start playing and he'll wake up and he'll get up and start dancing. Well, right? That's funny. Um, so I'm impressed. But I, I also wonder if at some point his skills surpass Ginny and, <laughs> you know, how she will feel if, like, he's the one that's, like, stealing her, sh- her shine, right? right. Um, but, you know, we're probably a few years away from that, so I don't got to think about that yet. Um, but, yeah, feeling pretty... Pretty impressed. Nice, man. It's really cute, too. It's really cute. Will, will Tess be down to do that dance for a video? Um, Probably. <laughs> she said yes, but I don't know. We'll see. I mean, she, we do do it together. That's good. So, but it's a matter of being know. recorded and put yeah. on the interwebs. She'll probably, like want to make sure to like review it and be like, all right, let me fix my hair or <laughs> yeah. Nice. Well, it's, it's nice to, to know that they're taking after your, um, or they've, they've, uh, inherited some of your genetic, your dance genetics. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're not quite on beat yet, but, um, we're working on it, right. but it's okay. I don't think I finally. I don't think I got rhythm until I was like in sixth, seventh grade, sixth grade. Yeah, I don't think I had rhythm until oh, no, eighth grade. grade. Yeah, barely. Yeah. I think. Uh, yeah, I think mine came in freshman or sophomore year. I was like, oh, that's how. Oh, <laughs> now I get it. Yeah, it just like clicked. <laughs> it was funny. Cool. Well, good job. Good job. Ginny and also yeah, good, good job, job Ellis. Good job, Ellis. Alright, so I think that's pretty much all we've got for Yeah, our episode back. Thanks for listening to the Pop Culture Podcast. Really good really good chat today. I like this episode a lot. So Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. It's all at Papa Culture Pod or Papa Culture Podcast. Um, you can also email us at papaculturepod at gmail.com. I don't think anyone's ever done that. But if you, <laughs> uh, if you have, if you're a father or a parent or a caretaker, that's all up in your feelings and want to share, uh, let us know. Hit us up on any of those things, and we can talk about how you could do that to be on our in your feelings. Friday and also if you have any ideas or experiences being a wash dad let us know too so anyway stay tuned for more episodes more video content this is Anton and I'm saying peace out do you want to say bye to John bye yeah I I didn't (laughs) Dude, on behalf of you this time, (laughs) I figured we'd switch it up. Peace.